boys here we are again we're back it's been a while it's been a while it's been a minute <laughs> so it feels like it's been a second <laughs> what's what's happening <laughs> what, well, has, what has what has been happening a lot of stuff's gone down yeah russell's got a new job i've lost my job <laughs> ashley's <laughs> lost his job <laughs> yeah there's a lot we've um it's it's just crazy like it's just been really manic Working in the NHS now, and it's like it's just—it's busy anyway, obviously. But it's more—it's like when you start that new job and something like that, where there's there's so so much to learn and take in. Um, kind of just had to divert all the attention to that, but ready to get back on it, boys. Ready to pick up where we left off. I mean, last one was the rumble. Yeah, I know Ashley's been since then. <laughs> I know I know Ashley's been gagging to get back on this as well. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's just—he's a gagger. He is a gagger. Well, you should know. <laughs> I have missed it, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's been a while, but yeah, yeah I have as well. I'm ready. I'm we ready to get on it. Yeah, we almost went on a break longer than Jay's break he had for about seven years. <laughs> honestly, it feels longer <laughs> with with lockdown and that. You know, it feels longer. Yeah. Welcome back to Three Men One Four. What about and what about we are here? One self. This all. We're bloody back. Um, are we better than ever though? A back. Better than ever. Face neck. facts, because your opinion don't matter. Got a knack of making things better. <laughs> three men, one fall. It's another pro wrestling podcast. And um, who are the three men, you may be asking? By the fans, for the fans. I'm Jay. I'm Ash. I'm Russ. Welcome back, everybody. And obviously... Thank you. Good night. Yeah, that's been us. <laughs> so we'll be doing something a bit different with them. Obviously, we were absolutely churning episodes out um, towards the end of last year and the beginning of this year. And I think going forwards, we're probably looking at sort of more of a fortnightly release, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just best until everybody, you know, uh, gets sorted and all our lives just get back to normal and stuff. It's just easier that way, isn't it? Do you think it's fair to call yeah. this season two? Season two. We you know what? Well, it it probably is, if you think about it. I was going to say we're Mr. No Days Off, but we've just had two months, so that's probably it's not not accurate. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we won't be doing a lot of the usual, I think, reviews we're not going to be doing now so much. Because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that was like, I think that was what was quite difficult. Because it was having to watch so much wrestling. And we'll come into it now. Obviously, the, the topic for the day is... Really, the question is, what is happening um, in the world of professional wrestling? So much is going down. We are fast approaching WrestleMania weekend. Um, obviously, the you know one of the biggest times of the year for pro wrestling. Mm. And there's a lot that's happened from the Rumble until now. And I'm sure we're going to cover a lot from all different companies. But yeah, I mean, when you're trying to keep up with all this wrestling... 
And it's weird. You you guys remember back in, in our very first episode and we were saying about like, you know, TV ratings, why some of the reasons why they might be dropping and, you know, what else are people doing in lockdown? Like we're all at home. So like surely we're watching more wrestling. But, you know, like for the last few months, it's not been the case. Like I've got to be honest, I've dropped off a little bit of watching it as much. I've just not had the urge. And I don't think it's because the, anything's been bad per se. But I just don't have the the urge. Like nothing is pulling me in to be like, oh, I must see wrestling this week. I don't know about you guys for that, but that's been me for really the past couple of months. Well, I think the reason why you've not been watching is your predictions are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are gone. That's, that's actually why we've scrapped doing reviews, so yeah, I don't have to do prescription. I didn't want to say prescriptions. It, but... <laughs> See, my brain is just going the other way. <laughs> oh, he's, he's even at he's even at work when he's at home. <laughs> I'm, I'm work mode twenty four seven. But um, but yeah, for me though, I mean, I've been watching AEW. I've kept it of AEW like all the yeah. way through. I'd never stop watching AEW. But yeah, like, I ain't got a clue what's been going on with WWE. I've seen snippets of New Japan, like obviously. A couple of days ago or something, um, Will Ospreay became the new IWGP heavyweight champion. Obviously, they changed him. <laughs> he became the what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I tried to get it out. And I did. Jay's taken unemployment hard. He's pissed. IWGP. Yeah, Will Ospreay became the IWGP heavyweight champion. And obviously, they changed the belt and it looks shite. I was going to say, should we talk about that then? So, I mean, for New Japan, yeah, that new belt. So, is the new belt the like the you you know WWE had the undisputed belt that came out in two thousand two with the world title and the um, obviously the old school WWF it's still circle one of the belt. best looking belts, I think. The undisputed, it's under I, like I, it. I really do. I rate that one a lot. Is is that what this is though? Is this the the belt that is like the unified version of the Intercontinental and the yeah? So um, what happened is uh, they. Because they did the unification, what, last year? And they never yeah. really did anything mm. about it. They just had um, whoever was champion come up with both bouts. Yeah. So now they've dropped... They've, they've Technically, they've dropped both of the belts, and now this is the heavyweight, world heavyweight title, because it just it was the IWP... IWGP. IWGP, sorry. <laughs> Ash is pissed as well. I, IW General <laughs> Practitioner. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a long day, isn't it? Long so it's a similar sort of thing then it's just turned into yeah. like the company's top title yeah they dropped the IC title now it's just the world title you know what I don't think that's a bad thing though because they've already got a lot of titles as it is so yeah it's a lot and I think they're adding another title for this um <laughs> uh, Japan strong title because yeah. I saw a picture of that earlier. yeah it's a strong open weight title because of it, the that's it Ameri- well you know what if they want to scrap the intercontinental and bring that in then I'm all for that because again it's more diversity isn't it They've got pictures of the belt. It's I saw one on Instagram earlier today. Um, yeah, I saw one. I'd have a look at it, Jay, if you can find it. I don't know. I mean, it looks all right. Um, Do you think, though, I mean, when I first saw it, this is what immediately came to mind with this new uh, IWGP title that's come out. It does look a lot like the AEW women's title. Do you reckon? In, in shape and the way that it curves round and that. like It does look at, to me, it does look a lot like that. Well, I don't know why. Don't it's know. not. It's not like the, the normal sort of flat title belt, is it? Like you would get. It's sort of curved. It's got the well. It's crown, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a crown at the top. I like the fact it's a different shape because you always usually yeah. get like the coins 
cheap ones or like that's the, what I mean. That's why it reminded me of the, the women's AEW because that's not that's not looked like the sort of uniform shape that you would come to expect. I think though the the women's AEW looks and feels very old, like old school. Yeah, you know, decades old. But then this new one, I can't remember which one of you said it the other day, but um, it was something about it looked like it was made to be like a toy. Ashley said that. Yeah. Well, so the internet. He said the, he thought it was a toy. <laughs> yeah. The internet meme was. Cody's tat- neck tattoo and um, the, the old Divas title having a baby. <laughs> I can sort of see it if I'm honest with you. I really can, but... It kind of, I don't what, know it kind of if I hate be, it. It reminds me of the Fire Pro intro in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't think I hate it. I just think that I liked... Because we said this, I think, during the Wrestle Kingdom reviews, but I just liked the old belts because they just looked... Like they look like they had history to them. Like they yeah. look like they'd seen a lot of shit. Exactly. And this new one is like so brand new and uh, yeah. Do you know what annoys me and... more about it is the fact that the IWGP. Oh, I'll get it out in a minute. The IWGP <laughs> um, heavyweight title, like the old one, that was like one of my all-time favourite-looking belts. And now they scrapped it and gone for Cody's neck tattoo. Yeah. With uh, the Divas title, <laughs> <laughs> just seems like a step down, in my opinion. It's um, it's there. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's it's probably one of those that has to grow on you. I I think with that, it's it's like same as anything, isn't it? You get used to something for so long, and they've had it for so long that it's it is hard to imagine it changing. Yeah, but it's just so much smaller, though, isn't it? It looks pretty big. I think because I saw a picture of Osprey holding it up next to his Rev Pro Championship. Yeah, and especially where like the crown comes out at the top, it does look like it's quite big. But but we're seeing this yeah, with I don't know. We've we've seen this with Osprey and Abushi, so they're not exactly um, like a Jeff Cobb type. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm. Like if a, if a big guy gets that title, is it going to look like Ashley said? Is it going to look like a toy? Well, because if it's if it's too small, it's not going to have the wow factor of being a a top guy world heavyweight champion, is it? It's just going to look stupid. Do you remember Big Show with the US title, like in two thousand three? Yeah. And how I mean, like, <laughs> I, I know, I know, it's just going to come across. Yeah, he's being paid by AEW, <laughs> but if you look <laughs> at the AEW title, the world title, like that's got that wow factor to it. Like you can see, you can immediately tell, like that's the big title, that's the the main goal of the company. That's like the big boys. But with this new one, I don't know. It just don't seem to have like the wow factor, like it's a, a heavyweight title shoe. Not think though, maybe putting the, the shoe on the other foot. I guess, like what we're saying about the IWGP heavyweight title now. Do you not think that's a, kind of like a reverse situation though with the AEW world title, where if some of the smaller guys get it, and AEW does have a lot of small guys or, or smaller guys, yeah. Um, because I remember that being like a, a question. A that is back. true, though. Was that, like, yeah, does that then look too big for yeah, them? Because I was gonna say, let's just say, like, like Marco, Marco Stunt, right, or Jungle Boy, wow. hold hold that that yeah. uh, title. It would drown them. It would literally be yeah. their whole upper body. So I can see but, what you're saying. But within the next sort of 10, 20 years, I can 100% see somebody like a Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, like those oh, yeah. guys becoming oh, yeah. like the world the world champ. Definitely, but. I love the belt. I think AEW's got one of the best world championships in in the business. But yeah, I would have probably said the the original IWGP World, well, the, the heavyweight strap was probably the best looking. Yeah, yeah I think in the industry. Lovely. So it is lovely. a shame to see it gone. But I guess you know yeah. you got to move on yeah. with the times. Yeah, At change. least they've done it for a reason. You do have to change them up 
yeah. bitch. Once in a while, don't you? Talking of changing it up, I want to talk about Christian Cage. We need to talk about this, because it's strange. I, my brain can't comprehend it. The Royal Rumble, that huge moment, not just Edge winning, but we saw Christian come back from retirement. I'm so glad um, he's in AEW, man. Like, it made my and, day. And then to fast forward a month, and he's there in AEW, and just before him, we had the big show. Yeah. Well, and literally, it's been like, going like, what same, has been happening? Literally on the same night as well as Christian Cage, we had fucking Ethan Page. Well, it's not exactly Which the same, I, but yeah, I see what you mean. I, it's good, yeah, but Ethan Page is going to have more longevity, isn't yeah. he, in the ring? But listen so, to this, though, right? But he died. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but honestly, though, I don't know if you two saw this week's Dynamite just gone. Probably not. But Christian had his first match, or his debut match on AEW. Against, against Kazarian, Against right? Frankie Kazarian. Mm. And bearing in mind, this was his first match in seven years. And I'm telling you now, that was at least like a 25-minute match, and he hadn't even lost a step. No. i tell you what, it must be, and again, like I've not because I've not seen it. I've but seen he's better now. He's better now than he ever was. And I'm going to say Chris- that. He's been out for seven years, and it, it's literally like he wrestled yesterday. Well, he, yeah. Technically, you know, he did wrestle the other day. But like, <laughs> but like from before that match, like it, it, it could, like if you didn't know, He'd been out for so long, you wouldn't even realise. Christian's one of those where I feel he's... I don't know if underrated is the right word, because... I think he is, though. I think he is underrated, though. When when it comes to a company standpoint of top guys, he's definitely underrated. I think in that regard, but I think it's because the benchmark has always been Edge. Yeah. You always compare Christian to Edge, and of course Edge has got so many more accolades, but, you know, in terms of in-ring work... um, Christian is one of the best. Oh, I yeah. think AEW, mm, it, it, it's an absolute draw for them. And I think it's a really important signing because yeah. I, I it's about wait. time that AEW has somebody like a Christian yeah. that can teach them how to pace a match out yeah. and not have to hit 100 Canadian destroyers, <laughs> um, 50 over-the-top rope moves in every match. And, and yeah. it's a big criticism that comes out. And JR yeah. himself criticises it because that was a big thing a few months ago. If you guys saw that with um, JR, was basically like slating it on his podcast. Yeah, and I remember that. For right or wrong, people were unhappy about it, which I get because have that conversation with them. Like, not, you know, I don't think JR should be doing them down on his own podcast no. for the company that he works for. But it is a big problem, I think, in AEW, and it, it turns a lot of people away. But it doesn't bother I me as much because I like it, like, no matter what. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, this match, it, it did have a real, like, sort of old-school feel to it. And again, that's probably because it was Kazarian and Christian. They'd been in the ring before. They're both veterans, you know. It it just, yeah. it was a really good match. Like, it just started off, collar and elbow, and it just built and built and built. And there was, obviously, there was really good spots in it. And it was, honestly, just get on it and watch that match. Even if you don't want to watch the AEW for the week, just go and watch that match. Because my- it, it's really good. It's in my list of ones to watch because it's been getting so much praise. And I'll tell you another one that's on my list to watch uh, is the match between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. So, I mean, what can yeah. you say about that one then? Good. I, I mean, again, real, I've seen real bits, good. But real, real good, yeah. Really yeah, good it match. It looks like it was probably, what, best women's match in AEW? Yeah. I, I'd say that. I'd say it's the best singles women's match I've seen yet in AEW. 100%. It was really, really good. I've not watched it myself. I know it's the Mount is joint highest rated women's match of all time. 
It's really, really good, man. I think it was four and a three like, quarters. It does, it does deserve it, honestly. It really does. That's Thunder Rosa, I think, as well. as Well, not just Thunder Rosa, obviously, but Thunder Rosa's... She's another one of those. She's just a really positive impact on AEW's division. Yeah, definitely. And Brit's got it. But, like, this, you know, what, what's the current, like, title picture then for the women at the minute? Like, is it not either of these two? No, actually. Isn't it? <laughs> Funnily enough, so, it, sh- it should be, but it's actually not. Isn't it? No, so what's the situation then? Well, obviously, the champion is still Sheeda. And um, oh, I'm not actually sure what is going on with, like, who's in the total frame. Because, obviously, Chris, Chris Statlander just came back. Oh, and, like, nice. Yeah, she came back, this, this Dynamite, just gone. And so oh, did um, and so did Trent as well. <laughs> I did see Trent. Yeah, I saw. Um, hey, don't forget the biggest the... comeback of that of that match. Trent's yeah, mum. Lich... <laughs> Trent's mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris Statlander came back. She fucking there was this uh, the main event which was Miro and um, Kip Sabian against um, Orange Cassidy and the other one, the Butler. Yeah, and um, they had the, it was like arcade. It was arcade something, arcade anarchy or something. I can't remember what it was called anyway. And they had like props and stuff outside the ring and that. Yeah, and Statlander, um, literally like jumped out of this like claw machine. <laughs> she basically just like booted herself out of this claw machine sort of thing and like went straight after Penelope Ford. It was really good, man. And then, um, she put Penelope Ford, Ford, she put Penelope Ford through an ice hockey table. So. Uh, nice. uh, an air hockey table, sorry, not an ice hockey table. But you know what I mean. It was really, so, it was, it was a really good dynamite. It's probably the best dynamite I've seen in a long time. So, what's the deal then with the women's division at the moment? Because Britain, well, they, they're still basing having it off this of rivalry. Like, yeah, like they're Chris still Chris and of... Penelope are still having the rivalry. I know Tay Conti and the Bunny are having a rivalry. So that that's was, like yeah, three yeah. separate yeah. non-title match rivalries going on. Well, it's that's sort really of, good. It's sort of, but... it's sort of Tay Conti and. Um, the bunny, but then it's sort of like Tay Conti and uh, Anna Jay as well. But, um, Are they rivaling now, or yeah, pretty much. But oh, okay. um, yeah, they're they're still basing it off of like who's ranked first on wins and losses and all that. But I don't actually know who it is because obviously they had that tournament to have the title match, like the Japanese bracket, and then like the US bracket, and then. Obviously, Shida had that match against that Japanese woman. It was actually a really good match at uh, Revolution. It was mm. Revolution, wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was a good match. Ignore me at the beginning, match. but it got, on, got um, But after that, I'm not actually sure like who's in the run. I think Nyla Rose might be getting another shot again. Yeah, but she's already had like two shots since um, the title. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm, 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 I'm 90% sure that she's got another shot. I could be wrong. I think they'd, but I think match, she might be in the frame again. I think they had a match, attack match, didn't they? And they beat um Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a good tag match as well. Where's Abaddon? Oh, I ain't got a clue, mate. But I'll tell you what, though. QT Marshall mm. has got his own little faction going on I'll with this, this like, now. bronze medal boxer and, and this, other, this, yeah, this massive geezer that looks like a bear. Not bear country. And then obviously MJF's got his own faction as well, the people. Yeah. I don't like so, that. Which name, is but really like good. And, right, this dynamite just gone. The inner circle came back and destroyed them in their locker room, which was really good. 
So with the pinnacle basically being what we was kind of waiting to be like the four horsemen, because that's that's yeah. kind of what the group is, isn't it? Yeah, Sean so, Spears, FTR, MJF, and Wardlow. So and then Tully Blanchard. Yeah. yeah. The the question is about factions and stables there's a lot of factions in this, in uh in yeah, aw there's a this lot this is the this is the big thing at the moment with aw because oh, just straight off the, the bat criticism, i could probably name over five yeah the criticism is kind of like is there now are we at a point now where there's too many so i don't think so my, my question just because more, you're in a faction doesn't mean that you can't do other things as well though yeah, but so, but the but the question is more so. Obviously, that's it's a Japanese thing with the stables. So it feels like they're taken away from New Japan with the idea nah. of stables. But are they being utilised in a way that, like you said there, if you can go off and just do your own things, are they actually being utilised like that, or are we just having factions for the sake of having factions at this point? I think it depends on the faction. Half, I'd say, is there for the sake, and then half is being used. Like, let's just say. Like the Nightmare Family, which is now actually called the Nightmare Factory for some reason. It's, it's I, an actual um, training system that they've got. Oh, is that what it is? Well, I, think I, honest, so. I honestly think that's just there for the sake of it. They they never do anything. They're just there. Um, at the minute, with the, the Dark Order's the same, but fair play to them, they can't really you know do a lot at the minute because obviously with Brody going, I suppose that's put a spanner in the works for whatever was, whatever was going to happen. Um, but then, but then you've got like Inner Circle and the Pinnacle, which are like feuding. So they're there for a reason. But yeah, this new QT one, again, it's just like, and Team Taz as well. That just seems to be there for the sake of it. Like, like yeah, you're on Team Taz, but mm. like you just do your own thing anyway. I just don't see. So like, yeah, I agree with you. And then it's sort of half, like half are there for the, to, for actually doing something and the other half are just there like well I'm in this team now so there you go if that's the case though does that mean that there are too many stables then because if, if it's only like 50% <sighs> that feel like they actually mean anything on TV yeah cause, I guess because Ash I mean like you're the Dark Order thing I'm sort of 50-50 with it like I'm sort of 50-50 I, I, yeah I, well I like see I still like the Dark Order because I still think that they're really funny and they're entertaining so oh they yeah do serve a purpose. They, they definitely deserve to be there the Team Taz thing is, is the worst one for me because Team Taz feels like it's been on, stuck on repeat. Yeah. Like when, I, when I stopped watching it, it, they were doing the same things that they were doing like months before that. And it was yeah. just like, it was a running after a Derby. No, I, I 100% agree. Like, it's like, it was Taz, just constantly the same thing. Yeah. Like Team, over Taz and has, over. Has, Team Taz has become the boring thing in it. But the, the thing about Team Taz is it sounds like Brian Cage is going to turn face. Yes. I, yeah, and I that's did see a good like thing that. as well. But the, you, that's the, that's the counter argument I've got though. Like, obviously, people say there's too many factions, but things. Although that obviously like it's fifty fifty, but the ones that are not doing anything, uh, there are things happening like on the inside. Like you just said, like Cage will probably be leaving that one soon, going solo, and then. Well, like, I get why they put him in it because like to build his name up, and now he can go off and do his own thing. But um. You got to think like the elite. There's no such thing as the elite anymore. Like so, that's completely gone because the Bucks are now allied with Moxley. But they're still good yeah, brothers and but... Omega together, which kind of is elite, but well, not the yeah, elite. But that, yeah, but it's it's not though, is it? Because they're using Bullet Club, don't they? So, right. but then, but then for something like that though, like Brian Cage face turn in the nicest ways possible. Like what what does it matter though? Because like if he's done if he's done absolutely next to fuck all in Team Taz for months. 
Like, what does a face turn really do? And then if he does leave the group to go solo, how well, much emphasis is will, really though. put on the solo guy? I think like, if I think if he goes, he'll join Sting and Darby Allen, and I don't think that's a bad thing either. But because then it's one faction with, into another, then isn't it? Yeah, like, it's but just, with Sting in his corner, though, he could he no. could shoot up. He really could shoot up. I don't think but he needs anyone. He's Brian Cage. Yeah, Look that's at what him. I mean. I, yeah, I, feel I know. Like, that's what I mean, though. But like, just imagine him with Sting. Like, that's a winning combination, isn't it? Moxley um, is kind of like one of the only guys that doesn't have anybody with him. And yeah. it works. But, like, he's, everybody he's, else he's, has yeah, somebody. I just want to, like, put on the record, he's by no means in affection with the Bucks. It's just the fact that, obviously, the Bucks have turned on Omega and um, Gallows and Anderson. And, obviously, they helped Moxley not get a beating, like, the following week. And, obviously, they don't like um, Don Callis and... So, like, that... They've got mutual, yeah. The, the enemy of the enemy is my friend. I'm sure much. it's building up to something, but I yeah. just like where it currently is. Other than other than Moxley, how many like actual mainstay TV stars can you name that aren't in some sort of tag team or faction? Because everybody's with somebody. Um, Darby <sighs> Allen's with Sting. Jungle Boy's with Luchasaurus. MJF's in a faction. Jericho's faction. Yeah. Like everybody that is a mainstay guy is in some sort of faction or, it's kind or of a team. Like, do you know the, what only, well, the only person I can say at the minute is Christian, but give it a week and he'll probably have his own faction as well. I honestly <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, like I, th- I think honestly that's one of the things that, like I say, like AEW seems like it's really good at the minute. Like with it is, mate, it is really in. good. But I just, but that sort of stuff is like if I tuned it in and just saw some of it now, I get, to, I'm just, I'm getting a bit turned off by it because I'm just like, well. To me, like, especially now, I've got to jump back in after like sort of two months of I've been sort of like keeping up bits and bobs like videos on like you know on Instagram and YouTube and whatever, but not watching a full show. If I have to watch a full show now, I'm just going to be confused as shit with like what the factions are, who's with who. Like it's just constant. Like I just sometimes I, ju- I just feel like it's got a bit too big with the factions. You don't need as many because then none of them are really special anymore. Nothing like much that- has changed though, really. Like apart from MJF's got his own faction. Um, it's a lot though MJF's own faction should be a really big deal but if it's going to get yeah, it's quite oversaturated with the it, 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 is a, it is a big deal though like, it's I think him Spears and, though that's the problem yeah but they had to find oh. something for him to do though didn't they I mean let's face it he's been kicking about doing nothing I think him, dislike, him being in this though will will make him better 100% do you, do you dislike Sean Spears in the ring or just like what's the deal then I, just, I, don't, dis- I don't dislike the guy it's just he hasn't he hasn't been given Enough, I don't think. I don't think he's, like, spectacular in the ring, and I think that might be why he hasn't been given enough. But I just think he hasn't been given... He he wasn't given a fair shot in WWE. He hasn't really been given a shot yet in AEW. Like, he came in, he was a bit hot, he had that thing with Cody where he split his head open, and then nothing. And then he was kicking his heels for months. Yeah, the character's not compelling, is it? That's what I mean. I think this will... This will definitely help him, but he just, yeah. I but just they, don't think he's truly found himself. Like, I don't think he knows truly what he, he, he is or his character is or what he means or anything. Well, it's kind of that. I don't think he knows yet. Is it, was it just the 10 that got him over? Cause it wasn't his wrestling. Yeah. Was. I literally think it was that. It was just that. And that's the yeah, thing. But, that's the problem, isn't it? Really? But then realistically though, like, 
that's the that's the main point of it, isn't it? Because like the Rock's wrestling ability is not like it's not it's not bad, is it at all by any stretch? But it wasn't like Kurt Angle level. Yeah. But it's the Rock's personality. It was the character. Yeah. And it makes you excited. Really, I mean, you go and look at like maybe the WrestleMania 17 match between Rock and Austin. It's basically a whole match of back and forth punching. Like around ringside and everything else, like there's not a lot in the way of actual wrestling moves, but the but match was so exciting though, yeah. because of because of the people that was because in you it. care, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, because they're credible and you care because of, uh, because of the charisma they both had as well. That's what I mean, yeah. The stable thing, the only like the only one more thing I wanted to add on to it, um, unless anyone else has got anything else, but I was going to say because like you look at something like cause th- this is when I feel like stables are done like properly, and you look at like say evolution. And you'd have like a guy like Triple H with Ric Flair, two established guys. And that helped elevate Randy Orton, who no one gave a shit about before. And Batista, who people didn't really give a shit about before. Mm -hmm. And you look at them now, they're two of the biggest names in wrestling. Yeah. But that that is a faction done right. It is. But when you've got, if you had at that time, if you had like 20 different factions, are like is it then special enough for them to stand out because it's the norm for, throughout the whole company yeah I, get and I feel you. like that's yeah. the problem like no but it's going to be harder for people to stand out in these groups because at the centerpiece of the group which is like the other criticism which is always like like now aw bringing in the older guys like yeah it should be done if they're going to elevate new people but the focus is still on on them like stings the big name the marquee name for that one um, Taz not so much but it's called Team Taz like what more do you want Jericho yeah. is in a circle I mean like realistically that's why Pinnacle should be one of the bigger ones because well, it's like the only one with mm. sort of like a new generation star kind of at the helm of it he's yeah. really good I, I do love it the thing about in a circle I thought they were going to make uh, like Sammy Guevara like the top uh, future the star leader. It's gonna, yeah. it, 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 will, it probably will do I think it will happen in time because yeah. he's he's got the talent and he's got the mind skill as well, Guevara. I thought, and he's so young as well. Like he's definitely yeah, he's the really full young, package. Yeah. The like, one thing you know, about give it, in ten years' time, he's going to be like a huge star. Yeah, well, I can easily see that. And we've got a couple of months until the next pay per view, and I I reckon it's going to be Pinnacle versus Inner Circle in their version of War Games. Mate, ah, if, if okay. that is the case, then I will go mental. I mean, it's long overdue now, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're about the year mark now, or just over the year mark of the initial lockdown. So we've now had these lockdown wrestling shows for over a year. Mm. And, I, and I do think, going back to the original thing where we were saying about, you know, I'm not really getting drawn into it. I do think that's playing a part because it is the same scenery like yeah. for a whole year. Yeah, which I, sounds I really, really do weird. Wanna, I really do want to see a crowd back again. It's, that's the thing, it's the crowd, because the scenery, like, to look at... Oh, you forgot the faction. Shows, they all you look the same anyway, actually. right? You forgot a faction as well. Matt oh, mate, that, Matt probably like Matt Hardy, to say. Literally, Matt Hardy's got his own faction as well. Yeah, uh, there you go. See, because of the heel turn, what he's doing. There's loads, mate. It's just, well, I just think... Yeah. Do you find it I, funny I do, I, I personally AEW think there's, there's too many, but... But, but before, we, before we go on, before we go on, I just want to quickly mention this. I know it will happen at some point. Not yet, but sometime in the future. And... Two of my all-time favourites, and I want to see it, and it will happen, and I can't wait until it does. Christian and Omega. I uh, yeah, um, I think that'll be really good. Do you find it funny that AEW seems to be adding factions, and WWE got rid of their big ones? Well, I mean, yeah, we may as well segue into that then. So the Hurt business is no more. 
No more you see, that was error. what I, I and now this is the thing I'm going to interject again, and I, I, feel, I feel like I am sort of taking over this podcast, and I do feel bad about it. <laughs> I'm just a very opinionated guy, all right. <laughs> that I haven't been watching WWE, but from what I know about it these days, is that the hurt business is one of the good things about it, and now they've destroyed it because it's typical WWE. They I take anything swerve, good, though. and then they fucking take it away. I do think it's so, a swerve to set up at Mania. What, what's actually happened? So Bobby Lashley won the title from Drew. Well, he won well, it no, he didn't. Miz. He won the title from Miz, didn't he? So Miz, Miz won it in. A, a chamber cash. Yeah. In. Lashley won the title from the Miz. Yeah. Yeah, he's the WWE champ now. Wow. <laughs> That's news to me. So what's what's talk us through then what's actually happened with that? So Elimination Chamber, Drew defended the title. But before that, backstage Miz was talking to Bobby Lashley, he's like for some reason, then we find out. But then Bobby Lashley beat up Drew after the title match. Then Miz cashes in. Then on Raw, it was about Bobby Lashley was give it, was promised a title shot, which Miz was like backing out of. Then the next week, they had like two matches because the Miz kept walking away and running away. Then they had a third match where Bobby Lashley won a title. And then all of a sudden, Drew gets his in the title shot for Mania. Then two weeks ago, Drew won a handicap match against uh, Cedric Alexander and Shannon Benjamin, which he won where her business couldn't be at ringside, apart from MVP, which, well, sounds weird. Then Bobby Lashley and MVP got rid of them last week. And yeah. So what have they broken up over? They're just arguing about um, how them two uh, 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 were didn't help out Bobby by having the ad- advantage of having them ringside and how they lost to Drew two on one. Yeah. <laughs> and and to be fair, they did lose the tag titles like a few weeks ago to New Day. Right, okay. It's, it does I seem odd. I think it is a swerve to set up them interfering at Mania. To cost Drew the match. Yeah, because technically there's no more Hurt Business and Hurt Business were banned, so... They can't be banned at Mania if there's no hurt business to ban. This is, this is like Big Show with um, Laurinaitis all over again, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, going back to AEW, uh, I think someone said that since Paul White, as he's now known, has joined AEW, there's been nine or ten heel and face turns yeah. happen, happening that time. <laughs> he's brought them in, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's brought that with him. And now Undisputed Air is gone, which is another yeah. faction that's gone. But it's leading to a match at TakeOver, which I'm looking forward to. What faction's gone, did you say? Undisputed Era. They haven't broken up, have they? Yeah, because Adam Cole turned heel. Mm. Oh, it, no. This has looked really, really like... But that's the thing. like Something like that, like you're devastated, but it's had the right What, response. he turned on the team? Yeah, because... Uh, oh, well, no. Well, take, last TakeOver It was, was gradual, um, wasn't it? Well, he super kicked Kyle O'Reilly because he... I think he wanted um, Finn Balor to join. They did a pose, and then Balor super, you know, um, Cole super kicked Balor, and then he super kicked uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Mm. And then they kind of sp- they they split them up, but but it was kind of mutual. But the thing is, though, having said that, like it's sort of like the NXT version of the Shield blow, isn't it? Like they've literally done everything. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. nothing more they can possibly do. So I get that them splitting up. It, it is good, in a way. I mean, I love Undisputed Era, don't get me wrong. 
But, um, yeah, it's probably a good thing then because, like, you can probably get matches now with, like, Adam Cole against Kyle O'Reilly and stuff like that. And you wouldn't have got that. That's what I mean. And you you wouldn't have got that otherwise. I think, because it's like with the Shield thing, because I agree, because it's like, I I didn't want to see it end because it was sort of still, it still felt like it was hot. But sometimes that's the best time to pull the trigger. Yeah. Because, like, it's more impactful when it happens. And Definitely. That, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I, I feel like that's another one of those where they've done it right and it just kind of feels like it's... Um, it's There's purpose behind it. And Adam Cole um, is telling an amazing story. Kyle O'Reilly. I, I love the stuff with Roderick Strong because I was watching, like, you know, Roddy coming out and he's kind of in the middle of it. And you didn't really know where he's going to stand. And then, like, obviously he gets super kicked as well eventually. And it's... Yeah. I don't know, it's a really good story, and Finn Balor is, like, blending in with it really well. Um, is he still the champion? Yeah, well, until uh, second day of TakeOver. Because yeah, uh, he's got a match with um, Karrion Cross and for the title. But I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to TakeOver, because there's some good matches yeah. on both both nights. Uh, you got What's the date it's on? Uh, there's... Tuesday oh and God. Wednesday, and yeah, nice. the WrestleMania schedule is ridiculous. Like, what is it? It's, um, you got Raw on the Monday. Yeah. Tuesday's the Hall of is Fame. Is it WrestleMania next week then? Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Wow! But it's a, it's a whole week of like WrestleMania. Like, I mean, like literally a whole week. I'm gonna have to get Raw, on that then. Hall of Fame, not live, um, but I will get on it. Then is it? Uh, you got you got NXT Takeover on the when on the Tuesday, which is. Tuesday and Wednesday. Date, which is on the network. Then on Wednesday, it's on both USA, it's on TV and and the network. Yeah. Thursday is... Where's the Hall of Fame? I thought that was Tuesday. I think well. Thursday is at NXT UK Prelude. I might be oh, wrong okay. on that one. I'll get to that in a minute because there's some weird booking on that. Friday <laughs> is SmackDown, but there's going to have like some WrestleMania quality matches that aren't at Mania. Yeah. Then Saturday is Mania Day 1, Sunday Mania Day 2, and then obviously the Raw of the Mania, which is a big, big event. Usually. Yeah. So it's they're the... doing two days of WrestleMania now then? So they're doing it like Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. It, like it, last year's WrestleMania, yeah. They did two days last year. That's better because I remember yeah. when we was watching it before, it was like seven, eight hours in one massive long well, go. So it, what, doing it in days, I think, is better. Their and problem with that, though, is that they're going to end up doing it and then they'll end up dragging each day out for eight hours each. Yeah, I don't yeah. So. They, I hope not. Well, I hope, I hope not, not because that's I think the it's going to be six it, or seven matches a day. So, um, one thing about Mania this year is we're getting crowds. Yeah. 25,000 25, a day, I believe. That's really good. Actually, yeah. Because Wrestle Kingdom had about that for both days put together, didn't they? Yeah. And if you want to start talking about was... crowds, I mean. I saw in the news this morning that everything going well in it. They're trialling this COVID passport thing. Um, the FA Cup final is going to have like 25,000 people. Yeah, but it's only people from around that area, though. You can't... Yeah, because Europe's well, it's still a step in the right direction, though, isn't it? You know, it's, you know. it's getting there, but Europe's still a big... Yeah. Well, Germany have obviously stopped the uh, AstraZeneca vaccine again. Yeah, it's a very odd... It's just... I think it's just... The world in general, like, like what is happening? Because it is just like we've gone in the UK from being obviously like one of the worst, you know, countries in terms of like how it's being dealt with 
arguably or unarguably, depending on your point of view. But you know, and then, but actually, now I, you know, I, I probably would argue that from a vaccine standpoint, we're probably one of the best. Yeah, um, I did read somewhere that we vaccinated like in a percentage ratio to vaccine vaccinated people versus non vaccinated people. We're like we vaccinated more people of the population than any other country like at the minute. Well, over, we are doing really well with it. Over half the country in England being vaccinated. Yeah, there's, a, there's over like over 25 million people have been vaccinated. I haven't had we, mine We've yet. had the access to obviously both the Pfizer's one and the AstraZeneca, but there I is another one to, as well, though, isn't there? Moderna. We only well, we have only we're only using those two in the UK. But even then, now it's not so much the Pfizer's, so it's mainly AstraZeneca. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I guess like if that's a thing, because that that will play a big part as well. Like even for the next year going forward, yeah. being able to travel to anything, not just wrestling, but you know, well, like it's all right for some, for some of us, isn't it? Because if some of us work in the NHS, some of us are, have already had uh, two vaccines already. <laughs> well, there you um, go. You see, I think there's a waiver for people who go to Mania that if they get Corona, they can't sue WWE or something stupid like that. Well, they wouldn't anyway, would they? Because it's their choice. <laughs> Because well, yeah, hmm. um, it's a weird one. Did the Super Bowl have something similar to that then? Because maybe. I mean, people I, I were think they had a crowd, didn't they? Jammed in like sardines. Yeah, they did have a crowd. Yeah, because um, Australia. Because I've been watching. I watched. Like, I've been watching like cricket and stuff. Australia had some crowds. India had a lot of crowds, but then they've had to uh, put the crowd have no more crowd because they had like a really bad infectious rate or something like that. It's. It's just crazy, I think. Like, I don't, I don't really fully understand everybody's mindset on it. Really, I mean, like, so I, my my advice would be: get the vaccine, let's get through it and get it all sorted. But then you look through, say, because I know within this, obviously within the UK at least, because we've been just shut. Like, there's just like everything's just shut, you know. And there's been no wrestling in the UK that you can go and watch live really since the very initial lockdown back in march last year yeah you know and even for a lot of the companies now and you can see them and there's so many that are setting up gofundmes and things and it's it is really sad like but the british wrestling scene's been hit so fucking hard yeah i think the last probably even go back to like nxt uk because like nxt uk comes over and it it has like shook a lot of things up because it become like the big promotion in the uk yeah so you kind of go from that and then all of a sudden then you've got you know coronavirus happens and the speaking out movement which has done a lot of people in um you know by the time we come back round to it it's i don't know how many's going to open their doors but there has been some companies because i'd seen it and i'd saw there was some like there was some real beef but um i won't name them but there was one company that was doing shows last year and they was like doing it as like, you know, private kind of open door events. But the reasons that they were trying to justify for why they were doing it. Oh, yeah. Well, people get tested and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't make sense. Like, And it's those sort of people that are making it worse for everybody else because like they're just, you know, if everybody else has had to close their doors, you need to as well. Like we're all making that sacrifice together. Yeah. But I, I get it and it sucks and I can't wait to be able to go and watch stuff again. But, you know, well, we've got to do it when it's when it's right to do it i find it funny yeah. that um go back to osprey he's been like ref pro champion for like a year and a half i don't think he's defended the title 
since lock like <laughs> pandemic time. Well, so. that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean you just can't help things like that, can you? Um, you can't. No, eh? there's a lot of stuff like that though, because I've seen a load of people. I don't know if they're doing it to take the piss or not, but. People putting up like, oh, they're, they're now the longest running champion. And you're like, yeah. well, yeah, because they've not wrestled in a year. What was it? I saw, what was it? I saw, going back to Red Pro again, uh, Great O'Khan and Rampage Brown have been tag champions for like 580 days. It's mental, isn't it? But it's just, it is what it is. Like, what more can you do? And you and you can't you just get, stop the clock on it, can you? But they're, they're, when you go like, Walter's been NXT UK champion for about 600 days or whatever, but he since they've been wrestling again he has defended it and he's defending it at a take true. the funny thing is he's defending it at a takeover uh, against um, Champa and then a couple of days later he's having a match with Rampage Brown for the title so that kind of gives away that he's going to be retaining it on Tuesday and then defending it on Thursday mm, well maybe could be a ploy never know could be yeah, the world's crazy at the minute, isn't it? Like, I just, there's so much, so much. And even in wrestling, like we've, what we're saying about the Edge and Christian stuff, I mean, we talked about Christian, what about Edge? Because that blew my mind. That is a heel. Yeah. Didn't even know. Well, I, it, the, the funny thing is, people are complaining that it is mainly 30 all over again, but these are people that, these are going to be wrestlers that people actually like. This time around, it is. But Jay, how much do you know about this situation then? Because I don't know. Obviously, when we were first talking about it, and you were the one, I think you said first, like straight away, Edge has won it. It's going to be against Roman. I'm looking forward to it. Right? I'd say we're all probably in that same agreement. We really wanted Edge and Roman. Yeah. I think that's maybe why people are annoyed. Well, it's annoyed me. Well, what? Let's let's go back to Levis Chamber again. There was a number of contenders for later that night to face Roman, which Brian won. Mm. Then straight after that match, Roman came out, beat him up. And then it led to a feud between the two at Fastlane, where Edge was a special enforcer. Then he beat up... I think, well, I haven't watched Fastlane, but I think he beat up both Brian and Roman. And then mm. turned heel like, on the SmackDown after and like beat up Brian. What people... I can't, people have stated this as well is these are people that have had life changing like or career changing injuries and situations you had Edge with the neck that Brian had the concussions and Roman had the leukemia that th- this is an important match because of how their careers they had they lost some of their career and how they're getting it back Roman's better than ever Brian's near the end of his full time run and Edge We'll find out, won't we? I, I, I guess from a storyline perspective, like you putting it like that, that makes a lot of sense. But I just, I just, I've always kind of felt like triple threat matches for the world title at Mania don't like never it. feels as special as a one on one. Just don't know. I just don't like it. Like, and this is the thing that obviously really annoys me. And it's not, it's not just this year. It's been happening for years. And years, it's the fact that it's degrading the rumble. It's like the rumble don't mean nothing no more because you win the rumble, you get your shot, but then someone else also gets the shot in the same match that you won the rumble for. So what was the point in even winning the rumble if another person can get in and they didn't win the rumble? So what's the point? Hundred percent, yeah. I I completely agree with that. 
because Brian was in the Rumble. Yeah, and I, and yeah the, it was. The, where, where, where the differences between this and Mania 30 was that Mania 30, he was doing absolutely everything, but he was just having it all taken away from him unfairly. So yeah. it made you crave it and want it at WrestleMania 30 for him to win it. Whereas this time, it's not being booked in that way. Like, it's being booked like, well, technically, yeah, all right. A few things didn't go your way. But actually, like, you know, you don't deserve the Mania match. Mm. Like, I, I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's, I, I like, I love all three of them. But I just think this would, would have been more special, like Jay's saying, with any, anyway, just between Roman and Edge. But also, it, it just kind of downplays that, that victory at the Rumble a little bit. Yeah. So then when Edge now turns heel because of it, I don't really, like, I, I'm still sympathetic towards Edge. Like, I'm not looking at him as a heel. I can understand that he's pissed off. Mm. Exactly, I've got one yeah. positive. One positive about this match is I couldn't predict he's going to win because there's a possibility that any one of them could win it. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. I, I can see what you mean. Because obviously when it was a single, I had Edge all the way. But now, I still want Edge. Obviously, but no, it might be like, oh, well, is Brian going to win it? You know, so. The thing is, though, mate, I reckon, because now what puts doubt in my mind, I originally thought maybe a, a tiny, tiny bit, I thought maybe Roman, but obviously, historically, I'm not the best at predictions anymore. So yeah. I thought maybe Roman, but then obviously, if you really want that feel good moment, it stands a sense like it's going to be Edge. Mm. But now Edge is a heel. Like, do you know, do you see what I mean? Like, it yeah, just puts I know what you doubt mean, now. Yeah. If Brian's the only face going into that match and you need the feel-good moment, then I suppose Brian then wins it. But then that just feels... And I think... It, just, it doesn't feel right, really. Yeah, it doesn't. Because then, again, what was the point of the Rumble? Yeah. I think it's main eventing day two as well, so... But, uh, again, it's it's it, historically, it's like whoever wins the Rumble goes on and wins the title. Like, nine times out of ten. But for recent years, it's been like, especially that year when Nakamura won the Rumble. Nakamura and Asuka won the Rumble, and they both went on and both lost. So what What the hell was the point? I think two Rumble winners in, in the same year losing doesn't work as well. I'm all up for it happening occasionally, because I think you need to, otherwise it does become too predictable. Yeah. But for this, I, th- I think no matter what, they're going to tear the house down, because they're three fucking next-level performers yeah. that are going to be in there, in there on WrestleMania um, giving us, you know, the show of our lives really for a, for the world title. They'll deliver match quality wise, but I just think like, if you're thinking about how you, I guess maybe book that match, like who pins who? Cause does it say for example, all right, if Brian's winning then does Brian pin or, or submit Roman or edge? I think he will submit edge. But, yeah, but then that but then, takes that takes it away from Edge, doesn't it? But he did make Roman tap at Fastlane, but it was no, not seen. Yeah, you know what I'd like to see though, because obviously Edge and Roman is the battle of the spears. I want to see Edge win with a spear because it's the irony, isn't it? As well, but then like, who does Edge pin? I'd say Edge pins Roman. See, but if that's the case, what's the point in putting Brian in it? Well, I've thought that from the beginning, though, so, you know, I think I'm always going to go down that route. Usually, a third man gets added, or extra men get added, because, like, they're there to take the fall. But where it's got a bit tricky, and like Ash said, it's, it is really difficult to predict who could actually win this. Because yeah, it is, yeah. Now that third man that's been added is the only face in the match, 
it's uh, it's hard. It's a difficult one, but yeah. Well, the one thing that I want to say is I'm kind of hoping Oldbridge are going to bring out Edge, but I hope so. Do you know what though? This is the thing because Edge has said himself on that podcast, he, like it could have happened before, but he didn't feel it was the right thing to do because he doesn't feel that the heel should be played out by an awesome band. And now he's fucking heel again. <laughs> so if he still keeps that same uh, mentality and he and he holds those same emotions for that, then we probably won't see it again. And that's, that's going to suck. If it is, if this is Edge's last mania, which it could be, you never know. Mm. If this is his last mania, surely he would want to be played out at least one time. I, I think, think so. I think he wants. I think he would put Brian over. Yeah, I do. I think because I. But, but then but this is tricky because then if this is Edge's last mania, I see Edge going out on his back because he'll give yeah. back to the business. He always yeah. has been like that. But then if this is also Brian's last mania, then. You know, is that well, that's right what I mean. This, it will be an interesting watch because well, if, Ro- if you Roman's just the never guy know. going forwards, I know that. And to be honest, though, that part of it, I mean, say, saying it's not a special like that, that that is keeping me guessing. So I suppose that is a good. But thing. if Edge did win, will he become like a Lesnar and just defend like no, you I know, think gonna, two or yeah. three times a year or something? No, I think he's gonna. He says he will. He says he will be a full time schedule for most of. Well, you see. Then that makes me think that Edge would win because if he's committed to doing the full time, then you know that makes me think that he, he'll become the champion and that'd be really good. Uh, I just don't know if it's been said just for the prime aspect though, because he's come back, so he already does need to sort of like you know. There's always going to be a little bit of you know, take it easy. But then he got injured, didn't he, last year? Mm. So yeah, that, that is the you one. Know, he's already had an injury since coming back. Yeah, uh, it's, it is hard. It's, it's, it's a tricky one. I think you said Russ, like you you like all three of them, so it's you, you don't know how to. It's like it's it's kind of like um, in a weird way when Taker Michaels two at Mania, mm. you don't want to lose the street, but you don't want to lose Shawn Michaels, who's one of the best of all time. Yeah, but but then that match was still so special again because it's one on one. Like yeah. if that match was a triple threat between Taker Michaels and say Triple H, well Triple H would get out of get lost. It wouldn't have. It just wouldn't have like. It's not the same. Although saying that, it's slightly off topic, but saying that, that's one of the th- that's the one thing I feel like they really missed with Undertaker and the streak in terms of putting like a new spin on Willie won't he lose it, is doing a triple threat where he doesn't need to be pinned to lose the match well, and then lose the streak. Yeah, I thought that handicap. was one thing that they, they missed like I don't know if it was intentional or, or whatever the reason was. The but- th- weird thing about that Man United nineteen handicap match is it might be a tag match, but Nathan Jones does interfere. And he's not part of the match, so te- technically Taker should have been DQ'd. That should have been a DQ, yeah. It's kind of like an AEW rule, isn't it? Because remember like, when Moxley beat up Omega in a, during a tag match? That yeah. May, uh, um, Moxley went in and they didn't call it as a DQ. You can only you know, just pass it off as referee discretion. Yeah. Oh, referee's been lenient with this one. Um, so what is there left to talk about then? Because I'm getting really tired. Right, I was going to say, okay, we do need to because it hasn't come up yet. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. What about the actual inductees this year? What about the inductee that everyone is excited to see? Uh, what? Um, William Shatner? The Great Carly. Oh. Um. <laughs> do, you, do you... I mean, it's a, it's a silly question, like, coming from us as fans, but, like, do you think he deserves it? No. 
And on that I, point, knew this was I knew this was going to spark debate. I, I understand it. why they did it because they want to do that because uh, of that India show before around Rumble time, weren't it? Yeah, but if they didn't do the India show, would they put him in the Hall of Fame? Probably not. Exactly. Uh, we been, it's one of those ones that probably would have been in anyway. In so, time, yeah, but I think yeah. it's a bit early. Because um, they've already pre-taped the Hall of Fame because obviously pandemic kind of stuff and they're probably going to get fans. Well, um, I'm most excited about RVD. That's yeah. going to be good. Cause it's the only EC... Well, no, not actually. It's not the only ECW original because technically the Dudley Boys, but the only ECW singles competitor to be in the Hall of Fame. Foley? Yeah, but he was more WWE than ECW, though, weren't he? Well, he was all of them in Japan and... um. Because obviously, yeah, it's been pre-recorded, and they did both in one go. It's kind of weird that Kane, Kane, because Kane going in and he deserves it. The RVD deserves mm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titus O'Neil won that um, Warrior Award, which is I think fair he enough. does a lot of. He does do a lot of charity yeah. work, doesn't he? I, I know people but... are upset it wasn't Shad, but it's the Bella Twins that uh, people got upset about. But that being inducted. Yeah, they got. They were. I don't think people last get upset about it, though. Do they? Like, do you know what I mean? It's a it's a silly thing to get upset over. I think. Well, one. Do you one know what I mean? One of those <laughs> one of those things that people said, which I said to you two, was it was weird seeing Katie Forbes in um, clothes because the pictures <laughs> of her with RVD. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, with the, with the great Carly thing, I think in terms of deserving, I mean, I, don't, I mean, obviously he is. Otherwise, they are not going to put him in it. But then that's that's a whole other debate, I think, in terms of like really, like the Hall of Fame. Like how much of it at this point is actually acknowledging, you know, key people that have made a massive impact and and um, you know, really given to the business, given us the memories as fans. Like how many people have really been those big stars throughout the company's history, and just actually, how much of it now is it's just well, it's a part of WrestleMania weekend, and we need to fill the the bill. Well, okay, because there's a lot of there's a lot of guys on there that that's in there already, and you just think, well, there's, I mean, there, really? Well, he'll, like, he'll be Jim, Coco Beware. I'm not. I'm sure. Yeah, I know. It, they were, I know they're in the height in the eighties, but they're not exactly Hogan, Piper, Brett. Michaels, that, that Bruno, kind of yeah, exactly. Like, but you, if you look at like football hall of fames, like they don't do it like that, do they? Like they put in the best of the best. Yeah, and I figured that's what a hall of fame should be. But then the thing is, this is the reason it's no, there's no reason to get upset about it. The hall of fame doesn't exist. Like, it's a list of names, and I'm not downplaying it. I know because I, I don't mean that to come across really, you know, um, you know, like I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but there is no physical Hall of Fame. Like, there's no way you can actually go and... and well, you and get a ring, don't you? And, that's it. You get yeah. a ring. They get the ring, and I think it's really special. And that's why, look, if they think he deserves it, then fair play. Because all of these guys and girls put their bodies on the line yeah. for our entertainment. So, you know, if that night means something to them, then more power to them. And I'm actually happy. I was going to ask you, actually. I'm happy there's going to be no fucking crowd for it. Because yeah. personally, I think the fans ruin the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Some of them do, yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I think since they moved it into arenas, it's been 
it strips away again, like how special. Because I really like listening to some of these speeches. That Bret Hart one from 06, oh, I think brilliant. it's fascinating. Yeah. Because there's one moment that always makes me laugh when he, he's talking about Owen Hart doing a prank call or whatever it was. And he goes, yeah, just, yeah. And again he goes well, that's Owen. And you have Booker T going, <laughs> yeah. Just making a weird fucking face. And it's not it's, even that um, funny a story, but he's just making it funny. He, he's, he's a good storyteller, Brett. I think both in and out of the ring, isn't he? Um, you remember Ric Flair's like two hour speech? Oh, God, yeah. That's what I mean, remember I Mr. Bathroom. T's two hour speech? What about his mum? <laughs> yeah, and I think my it, mother. <laughs> but that's where the. See, right there. So Mr. T, like it or not, is a huge part of WWE's in the main event of the first ever WrestleMania. But. Out of the two, like Ric Flair visibly a little upset because his speech was being cut short and after the career he's had, the Hall of Fame really means something to him. Yeah. So it's a shame he's getting cut off. But then someone like uh, someone like Mr. T is being like, you know, taking up all that time for all these other people that, again, like it might mean a lot to them too. It's a it's a weird thing. I think it's better without the fans. But Especially with I the celebrities. You know what? I'm, I'm surprised that Undertaker wasn't this year since he's seen as he's officially retired. Well, there's always time for him. I, d- oh, I don't know, yeah. I but suppose I did, it's just as much up to them as well, though, it isn't it? It did feel weird that Kane in first, but I don't know. Because like, like I was saying about the celebrity one, when you've got Trump, uh, Tyson, Drew Carey, people have made like maybe one or two appearances. Mm. But they did do numbers whenever they were appearing, so... I think for a celebrity wing, it makes sense. But and it's just a weird thing. But I, I don't think it's anything to get bloody upset over. Well, people are upset but, with like, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when like, there's people like NWA in. And, I know, but, but... But you haven't got Iron Maiden whole, or bands that are like massive in... I know, but that's a whole other thing. I mean, like that is a whole other thing. Personally... I'll put, I'll put it out there now. I think NWA deserve to be in it. They, deserve, they do deserve to be <laughs> oh, in it. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. But, but when, when bands like uh, Deep Purple took a long time to get in there, and then you get bands that are successful that aren't in yet. But it just is what it is, isn't it? Like, if you're going to do it every year, like, if you always just go for all of these big names straight away in one year, like, you're, you're going to run out. Yeah. Because that feels like that's what, what the problem with WWE is. They've just run out. Yeah, because... Um, They've just run out of names, and that's why, like, that undercard bit... Again, I'm not honestly not trying to be disrespectful, but you do need that. There is an undercard, and it's really clear. Well, the like best... Kane is, I'd say Kane probably is going to be the main event of the. Like he'll be the top spot for the I Hall of Fame. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think Mania Twenty One was the best one with like Hogan, Piper. Oh, that was a all star uh, cast. Yeah, you had a, you had like the era two uh, Mania. I'm trying to think what the best one. I think that maybe the best one of all time. But I'm thinking, trying to think of like. What's up that level? Because you had one year had Michael's, uh, Sonny. probably the one before twenty, wasn't it? Is that with um, maybe um, twenty was what? Um, I was going to say Snooker, but I think he was in before. Was, was uh, Andre Ventura? Yeah, Bobby Heenan. Yeah, see, that's an all star. But you do you run out of names? Yeah, you do run out of names when people like Bret Hart, uh, Hogan have got like two or three. In two or three times, it's kind of. I know. What's your favourite Hall of Fame, Jay? What year? Or, like, or even just Hall of Fame speech. 
Yeah, just from what you remember. I can't remember like all of them like all the way through. Like, well, I said there, the 2005 one I do, but and, and 2006. I really like Flares. It's good. It's long, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. good. I really like Eddie Guerrero's. That's a sad one to watch. Yeah, it really is. Sad. It is. Yeah. But for more yeah. than I really like Guerrero. I really like. Um, I like Pipers. Bobby Heenan's yeah. is good. Oh, Heenan's brilliant. Iron Sheik's is good for the wrong reasons. <laughs> 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 um, Do you know what? Because I was watching um, Hogan's one, and they show Brooke, who's about seventeen or sixteen, and yet all the crowd purring about her. Yeah, uh, I know. Which, yeah, it's kind of weird. Again, just about. one of those things, isn't it? Fans don't always make it better. I, I know it wasn't Not a Hall, for of, a Hall of, Fame, of Fame, anyway. I know it wasn't a Hall of Fame speech, but The Rock at 24. Was uh, making that fun little, of like, that diss on Cena. Yeah, the diss on Cena, taking the piss out of Santino. Yeah. Chris Jericho looking like an eight-year-old boy or whatever it was he said. <laughs> and, and more recent I think, ones. I think this year's RVDs is going to be the most interesting to listen to. Yeah, depending on how much they can get rid, uh, how much they can um, let him speak. Actually, about. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, the thing is, I suppose with RVD, it's going to go one way or the other because he'll either. I, I, I mean, if he takes it seriously, then I imagine. Do he's you know? Got some do you know really that the person stories, that would be like the most amazing person to to induct him, Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> well, he beat Vin- WCW. Vinnie Jones in it, surely. Yeah, but it'll be emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, because British Bulldog was in this year, so it's, I think it might have been his daughter that did the speech. Yeah, yeah. Surely it would have been David Boy Junior though. I think well him as well because I think he's going to be signed with WWE again. I don't. Um, know, yeah, I mean he's wrestling all over the place, but not that that really matters anymore. It's good, man. It's good. Uh, who would you say is the number one that hasn't been in that should go in for you? Taker. It is Taker, yeah. Well, apart from Taker... <laughs> Triple H, on, on his on his own, as Solo. I think, well, yeah, Triple H on his own as Solo, but I think if, if you count someone who's not in it in any form... Taker. Then, yeah, it is Taker. Yeah. I, the only other person probably is... Um, 100%. Owen. I think at this point, you probably could put Cena in. I think he's worthy of it. Yeah, he's definitely he worthy of it. If you're going to put Batista in, and, and that would have happened if the pandemic hadn't happened last year, but um, and he didn't have diff- you know other commitments now, I mean, if Batista's think, going in, Cena goes in. I think they'll wait to do them both at the same time. Now that- do you think if Jericho hadn't have gone to AEW, he would be in the Hall of Fame now? Well, the fact he's going to be on Stone Cold's podcast. Yeah. This is what I mean. This is why I want to talk about that as well briefly, because I don't know... like what. The story apparently was that um, Austin has, like, he texts Vince, like, look, let's look at how Jericho on. Like, are you, how'd you feel about it? And Vince was apparently like, yes, yeah, cool, go for it. And then, like, Austin double checked with him, like, look, I still want to make sure you're cool for me to have Jericho on. And apparently, Vince was just like, yeah, it's all fine. What so podcast? I don't know, Vince. Steve it's Austin's. actually on the WWE network. Like really? Jericho's going to be on, in an interview with Austin on the WWE network. Wow. I think, like, what, next week is it? I think so. It might be after Mania, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's, like, that's, this is like... That's pretty crazy. A genuine crossover between but um, AWWE. But the thing is, though, obviously, 
he's going to have to at some point mention AEW because he can't. There's, there's no he, way he can't there? interview Jericho and not mention AEW on the WWE Network. So is this the first time that like we do get the proper? I know Sami Zayn like sort of dropped the name, didn't he? But apparently he got heat for it. I don't know. Yeah, if that and was... the DX Hall of Fame speech with Billy Gunn and yeah. Triple H. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, they keep showing they they showed. Big Show Mayweather on their YouTube channel like a day after Big Show left. So it's not like they can't, they don't. I Christian, think maybe Vince's stance has changed a bit on it. But like Christian, you said, actually, I completely forgot about the Billy Gunn thing. So technically Jericho's not the first one. Yeah, Christian was on uh, Beth Phoenix's icons thing. Mm. It's not like they, they could just delete them. They will get, they will get talked about. And, oh, yeah. Maybe there was some truth behind it when Triple H said he was open to. I think Triple H has got a lot open. to do with it, to be honest. I think it was if it was just Vince, I think he'd still be set in his ways. But well, I, I, I think know, Triple Austin... H is trying to leave the door open as well, maybe, best he can. Or, or maybe Vince has forgotten about AEW already and just thought Jericho was not doing anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, do you want to talk about the WWE Network on Peacock and the censorship? You have things like. Piper at Mania 6 being half black and half white. The uh, Vince McMahon saying the N-word. There's going to be a lot more stuff that will get... It's all been removed now, isn't it? Yeah, because so. um, the one thing I thought of was the Undertaker selling his wrist on Raw in 99. Yeah. The crucifixion. Yeah, the crucifixion's going to get taken off. Um, It's probably going to be... Maybe Ministry of Darkness itself, like the Austin on the... um. Simple. And again, that's a shame because you're pretty much destroying the only place that you can see the vintage stuff. It's going to be gone. I mean, you can probably see it on YouTube, but if you want to yeah. see it in its purest form, you're not going to be able to see it anymore unless you've probably... got those DVDs. But again, the DVDs don't cover the Raws and the Smackdowns, and you're never going to see them again. Yeah. They're bringing out retro ones now, though, haven't they? They've, they're bringing out all the old WrestleManias on DVD again, I saw, but... yeah. I don't know. This is another one of those things, though. It's that uh, the age-old question, and I'm always saying it, but like, where is the line with something like that? And that's a whole other debate. We probably shouldn't go into it now as we're coming to the end. But I get the censorship, right? Where's the line? I get the censorship, but at the same time, you don't... Like, let's put it this way, right? Nobody's forcing you to go out and watch that content. You're paying money to, to watch that content, right? Nobody's forcing you. You're going out and, and searching for that and finding that content on your own because you want to see it. It's not being thrown in your face. You you want to watch it, so you're going to go and see it. And you're paying money as well. So I don't think it's fair that they should censor a subscription-based service because then you're not getting your money's worth. You, the trouble is, though... You can say, oh, yeah, you're with... getting the whole of the library, but you're paying... For that, yeah. So you're, you should. But you're be now paying, and, it, and it's not the like whole Peacock service, though, aren't you? That's the trouble. But it's like, not. It's Peacock, not like it's being thrown in your face. Like, just don't slap it across the front page. You know, like I don't well, understand. I know, but and it's it's like you know, twenty, thirty years ago. So, but yeah, but blackface is still wrong. I'm, I'm I'm more on about the ministry stuff than than that, but yeah, but no, but but, but no, yeah, but I think that because that's that is where's right, the though, line? That's what I mean. Like, where is the line? Because the thing is, there's so much. I mean, think about it. You know, in ten years' time, there's going to be stuff that we probably thought was acceptable, 
you know, now and actually in 10 years time, there'll, there'll be a new sort of like way of looking at things and go, actually, that wasn't the right way. So at what point then do you, because you're, you're just going to keep having to keep going back and removing stuff. And WWE Attitude Era, I mean, if you're going to do that in 50 years time, there'll be nothing left of it. Exactly, yeah. Realistically, will there? I exactly. Mean, like, that's, that's the uh, yeah, and, and that's the thing, exactly, yeah. That is, well, that like is when this, this even trouble. stuff like um, when Austin and Triple H beat up Leah, that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, and it's not like, but the thing is, some stuff got removed before all this happened, like with Mickey James at Mania Twenty Two. We all know, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Jay, I mean, like, is is right in one way, but that the other way is that that's the problem with like when you do go to something like Peacock. Because they're now you're not a WWE network subscriber in America now, you're a Peacock subscriber. So That's the problem. Isn't that's it? the trouble. Like you're paying for that subscription and not specifically WWE one. So yeah. everything has to fit within that same and obviously when they were being aired on whatever network, the network that it was aired on is fine with it. And like pay per view, you can pretty much get away with whatever you want, can't you almost? Mm. But um yeah, as soon as you start streaming it on those services, like so, yeah, again, will, then I think Vince has made a move that's benefited him and not the fans. Well, well what I got to say to that is bye bye Naked Midian. <laughs> yeah, which is a shame. That, that's what yeah. I'm more upset about. A hundred percent. Do you think in like a few years' time or whatever they'll delete um, the thing getting to set on fire? I reckon so. Wow. I reckon yeah, it's they interesting will. that, isn't yeah. it? And then what about um, things like buried alive and? Stuff like that. Go live first blood matches. I can, um, I can see it all going, mate. That's what I mean. Snitsky booting a baby into the crowd. Everything of, of our childhood, I don't think in, in 10, 20 years' time, there's going to be nothing left. Eugene. There's going to be yeah. there's going to be none of it left, literally. Nothing. Muhammad Hassan. It will be interesting to see, to be honest, like how but, this but, all goes. But when they keep Benoit. Well... Don't know, yeah, remember Mania twenty. I think you. Well, yeah, because you can't. Yeah, but you. Remember you Mania would, twenty you? ended with uh, Kane and Undertaker. But you can still watch films of people that have. Do you know what I mean? Like they're mm. still available. Yeah. It's the same sort of principle, isn't it? Like you can go and watch a film of someone who's done something bad, and you know, like obviously what he did was really bad, but like you can still go and their, their stuff is still accessible. Like most of it, depending on obviously what it was, but. It's a weird thing. It is a weird thing. Maybe a topic for another time, though. Yeah, yeah I think probably. so. <laughs> we've probably missed... We've missed a lot, but obviously we've had a lot to catch up with, haven't we? So, yeah. you know, after two months. But this has been good, boys. I've enjoyed this a lot. I've, been, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, been, it's, it's nice been, to be back. It is nice to be back. And we're going to have a three-month break after this, so don't worry, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it all again. We'll see you at Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> what, what year, though? Well, fucking 2027, when we're out of lockdown. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed it as well everybody and um, if you have enjoyed it you can let us know uh, get involved in the discussion on Facebook Twitter Instagram whichever tickles your pickle and um, yeah we're usually well we are pretty active on there again now yeah um, you can find time, us everywhere we're on every major streaming platform Any, anywhere you go we're there very much like herpes we kind of do we're just everywhere you can imagine and we last forever um, as well <laughs> we take a little bit of a break every now and then don't we but yeah you know, now, we've we come back with now we're gonna get censored <laughs> yeah actually should definitely be censored oh fuck me i wish we could just blur his face out when we go on these zoom calls because he makes me feel violently ill well, well anyway. and on that note we'll see you in the next one thanks for listening, guys boy. <laughs> Mm. Oh, yeah. What about? Three men, three men, one ball, one ball.
I did it, I did it for the people.